Good love our gracious queens Are true and religious queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United United Queendom. Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. It's Bag of Chips having a bag of brown with United Queendom. Welcome to the very first international drag race. And it is, you. the UK is the host nation on the launch of, the relaunch rather, of BBC Three. It is the UK versus the world. And I was getting real fucking Olympic vibes. What about you, Ed? Oh my God, I totally forgot they were relaunching BBC Three. Because it's always... So it's been relaunched as a channel. Because it's always kind of existed online, hasn't it? Well, yeah, it was a, cha- it was a channel um, up until 2016. Uh, very much a youth channel. And then, obviously, in cuts during, you know, BBC Cuts, of which I'm sure they'll have plenty more BBC now. BBC Uncuts. Um, yeah, yeah. So now they have brought it back as, a, as a, another, pro- as a proper channel again. And this was the jewel in the crown of their launch night. That is so true. It shows how much Drag Race is a popular entity, that they really have absolutely put this comeback all on Drag Race's shoulders. And to be honest, I loved the episode. I mean, I've found it very infuriating, but I, I'm very, like, mm-hmm. hungry for more, whereas US at the moment, I'm also enjoying, but I could wait for the next episode. Whereas this one, I was like, oh, I really want to watch the next one already. So, yeah, I'm, well, I'm happy. Well, because there is, yeah, me too, there is this dynamic, there's this dynamic with the fact that it's international, and we'll talk about it throughout the episode, but I think... um I mean, it's not done perfectly, and I would have loved it if it was like one from each nation. Do you know what I mean? But oh, however, me too. I think, and I wish it I was just all stars, like international all stars. The name is yeah, stupid, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. But I think um, I agree. I loved it, and I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Oh my god! I think I'm going to give it. It's very hard for me to give it a nine out of ten, but I'm going to do it. But I, I have a lot. Hey! I have a lot of complaints, but I was entertained throughout the episode, so I have to give it a high mark. But I mean, I mm. think as we will get to, the end result was very infuriating. I thought, but. <laughs> well, it always, I mean, it always, uh, there are so many reasons for it to be infuriating. We will get to that, but um, but I agree. I mean, it's, you know, back to the old lipstick problems and blah, 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 blah. But um, uh, I love the fact that there was a voiceover. I did, I did also feel like there's a little, um, like a little ad beforehand. I felt like it was sort of, like Bagger was almost like promoted as somebody who was like leading it almost. Do you know what I mean? There was um there was quite a few bits in the show and before where, you know, she was the one that said, you know, there's gonna be foul language, this and that and this and that. And then she was the first one out and it was almost like she was I think for international audiences, I think they were using Bagger as an example of the UK drag. I know, but I think that the show is grossly overestimating how much people like Bagger Chips. I think yeah, that, maybe. like, for a while, Bag of Chips had this novelty value that I think a lot of people found some appealing. And it is, like you just said, because she does kind of embody a lot of the classic things about British drag. But mm. I wouldn't call her a fan favourite. When we're talking about our favourite British queens, not just us, but on Reddit, on social media, Bagger doesn't tend to come up much. And it seems like she's got a big ego. The show's given her an even bigger ego. And it, a lot of it is not justified. And that's one of the reasons I think a lot of people are getting annoyed. Nothing mm. against Bagger, even though I've just read it to Phil. But it's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and like you said, she was the first in. Um, so they've put... Well, this is the thing. So, um, and so I agree with what you're saying. And I do... Um, so you know all about the Reddit stuff. And, um, and like most people that I've spoken to do find Bagger a bit one note. And we said this in our Meet the Queens. I mean, I really, I really like her. I've, I, you know, I've, 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 we've... I've interviewed her in person and online and, you know, and she's got some shit in the past and I've, you know, we've private messaged and she's actually really, she's actually really lovely. But um, I think in this scenario, she's been pumped up, so to speak, like a lips. Um, and, <laughs> and it's almost like they've invited her to be more obnoxious in order to, 
in order to you know like like you said showcase British drag and I and I agree that perhaps it is slightly misplaced but I do like the fact that they are um introducing the queens on stage which is never done before um in a very uh, lipstick assassin way and obviously bagger is, bagger is on first and in very much um understated fashion thinking about the british people and how sensitive it is she comes dressed as princess diana and says she's the queen of hearts <laughs> the people's princess yeah yes. well i mean the thing is I, and i've spoke to bagger as well in person and she's not annoying in person and this is kind of a character she puts on and i get the character in drag but even even in confessionals, it's very canned, like you say, one note. And it's a bit grating. And I wish she actually would be just a bit more herself because I think people would like it better. But it's all very like, mm. oh, they know me. And it's just, oh, no, annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm amazing and I'm so famous and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I mean, she's, I, mean I don't know if she's getting tips off Gemma Collins, but that's sort of how it feels. And the thing is, it's like, that isn't endearing. I think that is meant to be ironic. I think Baggett is in on that joke. I know she's just... Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, I don't think it's that funny. And I don't think, yeah, like you say, it's that endearing. I think she's capable of a better shtick than that. And it's, mm. there's something a bit lazy about the whole thing, to be honest. Exactly. Well, she comes in and she says much better. And I did... Um, watch the show for a second time and count how many times it was said and um yeah it's 13 times see that's really annoying because i would love to hear it more i think i speak for everyone when i say (laughs) that's what we tune in for and i would have liked to see it in the (laughs) mid to high 20s i think would have made the episode better (laughs) it needed what i can say what i can say was that it really did need much more much better that is all i can say about this episode otherwise and it would have been 10 otherwise (laughs) i mean honestly the much better thing was tired by the end of the first episode it was on which was back in season yeah. one of Drag Race. Yeah. And <laughs> at this point, it's like, no one ever wants to hear it again, apart from seemingly RuPaul, as we'll see later. But I mean, Jesus Christ, please, <laughs> please let it be the last one. I, be- I beg of thee. I really oh, do. Oh, well, you beggeth ye not. Beggar chips. <laughs> <laughs> beggar, yeah, beggar chips. So next out of the, um, what's it called in, in horse racing and Stables. dog racing? The mm. um, ask first off sport. the post or something. I don't know. <laughs> is that really? I wouldn't really call it sport. Is it sport? It's more like a betting thing. Anyway, blues out next and um, <laughs> talks 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 <laughs> talking of horse face. Um, and she come looking actually looking weirdly cartoony. Um, but then goes on about how she had a glow up, how she's had her own makeup line and her own TV show all of which I seem to have missed. And um, yeah, but she, I mean, she, she looks, she's got, she's got a, she's got a kind of a, a you know, a Marge Simpson vibe, which a bagger does say, but um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Can you imagine if you just came on and said, I've got my own TV show and you actually hadn't, you just wanted to, no one's going to check. No, I remember she did have, I think it was a, she recapped, um, I think it was a Strictly spin-off that was on iPlayer, I think. Her and Cheryl did it. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked the look. I do think Blue is an incredible makeup artist on, on Instagram. Oh, my God. It tends to yeah. show a lot mm. more than when it's a full look. Because I think obviously the clothes don't let the makeup sing as much. But yeah, I think she's a real contender. I think she's come back even more confident. And I think she's very talented. Mm-hmm. And I do like the fact that... Um, they discuss straight away that they're representing the UK, and I do like that. There's um, there's a there's a vibe um that I really enjoy. I like the camaraderie they have within the nations and stuff. Uh, but we'll get to that next up is Cheryl Hole, um, <laughs> obviously saying saying her own thing about doing mediocre and um, and I like that the fact that they're all pals and they just sort of like mill mill about and they're like oh oh oh, do you know, that seems quite genuine, doesn't it? And the British queens yeah come out first. See, Cheryl's got this catchphrase: another season of me doing me- mediocre. She didn't make the whole song later on. Me doing mediocre, me doing mediocre. Another season of me doing mediocre, and me doing mediocre. It was just mentioned once in the lyrics. And I think, obviously, you strengthen your brand by mentioning the stuff that people like hearing from you. But, Bagger, please take a leaf out of Cheryl's book. You don't have to 
ram it down our fucking throats as much as I like that usually. But <laughs> you like a bag of chips rammed down your throat normally, you fat bastard. <laughs> Jokes. Um, but, but, I, but I do think, um, yeah, I agree with you. It's like it's it's good to say it just you know just the once or the twice or you know allude to it. Like um, what was the one? I mean, we still laugh about it. It was like I don't just want to be known about getting picked up by Mimi on first. Oh, getting picked up by Mimi on first. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Derek came back to All Stars. I don't want to be known as Britney anymore. Uh, but I have come in in her co- her outfit from the <laughs> recent music video, I've, uh, and I've only brought but I've only brought Britney stuff with me. But I don't just want to be known for that, okay? But, oh, <laughs> but Bag is saying, "Oh, I'm worried about the international queens coming because I I don't." understand other languages and I'm like already they're gonna have to probably edit out a lot of bag of stuff because I can see her getting very Jade Goody on Celebrity Big Brother like oh don't she's someone who's palpitations triggered I'm, I'm triggered you're so well, you head so far up your own ass you can smell your own shit <laughs> poor old poor old shipler Oh, Shilpa, bless her. Um, I know. But, um, yeah, so I do like, well, so they, as I said, the camaraderie between the nations. And then up next is Janet. See, I thought it was Janet Jackie, but um, it is Janet Jackie. Janie. Janet Jackie would sound like a very British drag queen. But, yes, Janie Jackie. Well, that's what I said about my my friend Matt's mum and my mum. Oh, it's Janet and Jackie. Janet Jackie. (laughs) But, no. I mean, it would be perfect. Very, you know, very much names from the 70s. But, um, no, not the 70s. God, when were they born? Oh, who knows? I, mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't dare to say. But um, yeah, she comes out and she looks beautiful, I thought. And I and Stun. like we said before about the um the no subtitles. I mean, like, literally, you would think she was um that English was her, you know, her native her mother tongue, wouldn't you? hundred percent. I know, and it was surprising for me because I did watch most of Holland and obviously they all spoke Dutch on that. So to hear her mm. speaking this fluent English was quite like shocking at first but i think that's why she has been chosen well well she was the mm. runner-up so she would be the obvious choice anyway but i bet they obviously wanted one of their english-speaking queens to represent but the thing is as well the thing is with any kind of showbiz if you are european and you wanted to get into showbiz you need to be fluent in english like it's the like it's the only way you would break america is the only way you would break england is the like it's you, doesn't, you have no choice. Well, we certainly aren't learning any languages, so it's going to be a lot easier if everyone else just learns. And English. I fucking won't. And when I go, and when I go to Europe, I'll be like, Joe Trey and sandwich, please. All right, <laughs> silver plate. That's what my, that's what my, that's what me. We used to take the piss out of my dad every time we went to um, Spain or France when we were um, when we were younger. He would always say, Joe Trey, a beer, please, and then just always say, you know, classic English bloke abroad say it loud say it in a maybe in an accent and you're speaking the language with sign language yeah <laughs> yeah yeah oh monshay monshay pointing to his mouth <laughs> oh r.i.p daddy uh but yeah she looks beautiful and um yeah but sadly is the only queen from holland so up next however drum roll please your fave and i have to say after this episode definitely one of mine it's jimbo Looking amazing. She does. She's giving me like Hocus Pocus, Priscilla, Queen of the mm. Desert, Clown. And she's just like, I mean, to be honest, Jimbo was, should probably have won her own season, the first season of Canada's Drag Race. But I'm glad she didn't, so we get to see her on here. And it would be easy, I think, to, with the, when there's UK queens, American queens, which are the most popular franchises because Rue hosts them. Yeah. If you're one of the other countries, you could be so intimidated. But Jimbo just comes in with like big dick d- drag energy and it just feels like she's already oh my god the one to watch and seeing as she's a clown she's also a big top as well as we find out in a minute <laughs> well a lot of people fancy jimbo on canada the first season oh um, i think that's a bit t- i think it's a bit tmi to hear about that uh, yeah i wouldn't go as far as that but um there are a few people who think jimbo's a bit of a daddy a bit of a zaddy a bit of a fuck knows but and I bet, and I bet as well. Like he'd be like, really, like fucking do as you're told. I'm the clown. Oof, eat that baloney. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I certainly, you know, you certainly wouldn't want to turn up to a grinder meet and find that thing standing at the door that he was that he did in his um <laughs> his talent show. Oh, I've seen you'd be like, oh my god, this is the end. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look anything like uh, your picture. Who are you, Sherry Pie? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you, 
You don't really look the same. I mean, the black face is terrifying, for starters. <laughs> but I'm here now, um, so might as well. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should, do you want me to move that big, weird, pregnant stomach aside? Or <laughs> what, do you want me to do with this, what do you want me to do with this cold meat? Because I'm getting it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I like what they say about obviously it's the first time they're going to be meeting RuPaul and the same goes for um, Lemon who comes up next um, looking stunning and I got a real warm feeling when I saw Lemon didn't you it was it was my pissy pants maybe but um, <laughs> no it was lovely to it was lovely to see her didn't you think I, I did she was one of my favourites in Canada season one she was one of my favourites here I thought she looked the best of everyone making an entrance look and I'm um, mm. I mean, not to get ahead, but I just really want to see more of her. So it's a bit, it's all a bit disappointing, but yeah. Yeah, she I agree. And um, she did. And um, she comes, she says, she says, she's, I'm half Scottish. Oh, I was getting rosé vibes there. <laughs> it was a, it was, it was a glass of rosé with a lemon twist. And I thought, oh no, it's too early for me. Babes. But I don't want to be known as the Scottish queen. I will be doing bagpipes for my talent show <laughs> and I will be wearing tartan on every runway. But I just don't want anyone I'm, to think of me as in any way Scottish, please. <laughs> I'm doing bag of, I'm doing bag of pipes for, um, for, for bag, my talent. Bag of broon. <laughs> I'm doing a bag of broon for a bag of pipes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but then next up, I mean, just I was just gagged by this, by this whole just image. It is Pangina Heels, Pangina Heels. And she she just made the episode for me. Well, practically, I mean, she's just fantastic, wasn't it? She did for me as well. She's the surprisingly, given that like mm. Monique Hart and Juju be here, she gave me the, all the comedy, like my biggest laughs, my mm. favourite quotes. And just like that likeable kind of, the, the energy I actually usually do get from Juju B, which is just, oh, when something happens in the show, I want to hear what Pangina says about it. Yeah. It seems like she's the heart of the show and I'm already hooked. So yeah. Yeah, it. me too. And I'm going to, um, seeing as we're, Things we're paying for Wow Presents Plus. Anyway, I'm going to go and watch. I'm going to watch uh, Thailand. That's going to be my first. I, I want to watch Holland now after seeing Janae. But I do. Um, and the fact that Monique says later that you know that the, the season was amazing, which I'd like to hear. I'm going to go. I'm definitely going to watch Thailand because it's also like a really. Have you watched any of it? Because it's, it's sort of like a weird format, isn't it? It's not the same. I've watched a bit of it, and it, they're really cool. But I, you know, I struggle with the subtitles. But yeah, it's definitely. I mean, they mm. kind of put us to shame in Thailand because they really go for it. There's no. Mm. half-assing it um, well and then like somebody she says oh we really go for it and then somebody sets himself on fire oh my god imagine you would never be able to do that on the BBC well I wish ba- health and safety I wish Bagger would set us off on fire after this no I'm joking <laughs> I'm joking <laughs> yeah we do have to we do have to point out that we do love Bagger but um she I'm can sure, take it you know. she can take it yeah it, um so then next up, um, now, I mean, we need to talk about this. She's Mo Newcart. What happened to Mo Hart? Just explain to me. Well, I've heard apparently she becomes Mo halfway through this in during the season. And I think, because I, I don't think we mentioned this when we spoke about it last week. I think it's due to her non-binary oh. status, which I wasn't aware of. So I think, which is a bit weird for me, because it's like, well, in drag, you are still presenting as a theme yeah i'm very confused by it all but yeah apparently it's because she's non-binary and i think she realizes this during the season which i'm wondering maybe might have something to do with blue hydrangea because i know blue identifies as non-binary so maybe um that's a storyline well, i, I mean yeah it's certainly a storyline to um suddenly realize you're non-binary when you're on a tv show other than any time before that but um <laughs> i do think i do <laughs> Weirdly, it was the week she was almost in the bottom. That's when the realisation suddenly came to her. <laughs> but, you know, okay, that's okay, I'm glad because um, one of our one of our listeners, Sam, was very confused uh, by the whole Mo Monique. But um, we're going to find out, and that's good. I'm glad for that. But, um, oh my gosh, like, she she's coming in as the bitch of the season, and I'm loving it. That mean old face, and like, blah. <laughs> And the poor other queens do all seem quite nice. And they ask her a simple question and she's already shady about the leotard. Wow. I know. And the thing is, the British queens, British queens are shady, but it's always done with humour. But they're, they're not mm. used to this because we don't, apart from maybe a horror, we've never really had anyone on the UK seasons that was really <laughs> went for it in terms of being a bitch. Like we've never even really had a big argument on any season of UK. <laughs> and then Monique comes in. She looks like she's actually going to cut you and take your wallet and all this stuff. And they, they all look like 
security, we don't know what to do. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they talk about it later. But um, seriously, like that, she's just that's the side eye is full in full throttle, and it is I was, it was quite scary actually. And uh, but Janie was the only one. Janie was the only one that gives back a bit of sass though, and I, I like that. You know, good for you, Janie. That's confidence. Oh, she is very. Um, confrontational so I wouldn't mess with mm. her she sticks around yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, thing, the thing is uh, a, lot, a lot of people were saying online like oh I'm surprised it seems like Monique is being billed as a villain is she the villain of the season but Monique in all her seasons was quite like she never backed down from a fight I think no one ever really mm. went for it with her but she's always been quite unafraid but to I think say maybe what she thinks because I think as you but I think, I think as you said because Nobody else is like used to that. She sort of stick, it, stick, it sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> like it's really like, no does. one's mean. <laughs> if no one's mean and she's a bit mean, then it's like, whoa, you're the bitch of the season. Whereas if everyone's a bit mean, then she just sort of, you know, she's the same as everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. But then coming up last, and who who also comes across as slightly bitchy, but then maybe we didn't notice because she was surrounded by other people being bitchy. It's my favourite, it's Juju B, season two, also season one and five. Over a decade, I love what she says about being a senior citizen. And then she says one of my favourite quotes of the um episode where she said, That's my talent to get to the top and lose. That made me laugh. Well, she said, You've been expecting me when she came in. I'm like, Well, of course we have. You're part of every season. Like we don't even have time. <laughs> to list all the seasons she's been part of and not one but I mean I must admit I'm not hungry for more Juju on TV but she's never gonna um, she never disappoints never disappoints although actually she did disappoint this episode so that's not true but... <laughs> well yeah maybe but um, but then we have the big reveal and RuPaul comes down from the rafters like she's on a stair lift <laughs> <laughs> she probably does have a stair lift. Ooh, winding her down from the lighting rig. I mean, it is quite hilarious, I have to say. Um, from the fracking but yeah, farm, this crane was horrible. From from her little her little turret in the eaves of the studio. But I do think, um, yeah, it was nice because some of them obviously have never met her before, have they? Like Jimbo or Janae or um, Pangina, for example. I know, and all the queens must have been told, like, look shocked when Rue comes down, when presumably they were also there when Rue was <laughs> lifted up there, like, slowly. I don't think it, there was Every, any kind of know, surprise no. entry made. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rue's been, wet, Rue's been wetting up there while they did all the reveals of the main cast. Four hours she was up there. We and Pooh in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> she borrowed Tamisha Riman's <laughs> ostomy bag. and she, uh, <laughs> she had a bag of brown, but it was a different sort, babe, by the time she'd finished. Uh, so yeah they they could have been like everybody turn and stare the other way there's a surprise coming look over there Rue's been raised to the ceiling I know so I think you know yeah, as as reveals go it wasn't wasn't particularly dynamic but um, you know it was fun and you know it was it was it was it was Rue, so here we go. She doesn't really explain the rules, but um, that was that. The really. rules, was, I guess. It, sorry, the it rules. But maybe they did. Maybe they. Maybe because this show came. Well, I know. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have time to do that. You know, the siren where she comes up. Well, that's a good point actually, because I thought the set looked a lot cheaper than the usual seasons, and I thought everything mm. looked a bit slapdash. I think it was a different set, different filming location, and I think it did all look a bit cheap. Um, uh, so yeah, it was a bit weird. Even the crane looked very rusty and like it needed a good polish. And also, like, I think it's just odd that they it's like coming down a ladder. It's just like it's just odd that they would just choose just you know a funk. What should we, what should we do? What should we do? Oh, use the lighting rig. All right, get real on that up, down. Oh, that's great. You know, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, not, I'm afraid it just didn't do. But then it's nice when they all go into the workroom. So maybe you're right, actually, because. Panjana goes, oh, it's massive. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously they're used to, they're used to like a shoebox in the Thailand one, clearly. But, um, you know, it's nice they all get together. And, well, I mean, this, this is where it all sort of starts to get interesting, don't you think? Yeah, so they're all interacting and it's just queens you wouldn't usually see together. You've got Jimbo and Bagger. Mm. And that was exciting. And, and finding out their, their rando relationships as well. Yeah, because they've all toured together. Mm. And it's funny that Jimbo and Bagger broke something immediately. And then Cheryl's like, this is why we can't have nice things. Which, <laughs> by the way, is also a very good Taylor Swift song, um, if if anyone wants to look into it's, that. It's called This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things. That's the Taylor song, yeah, from Reputation. It's, it's, oh, it's actually called that? That's the name of the song. It's about Kanye West. I mean, most of her songs were 
Well, it's actually a phrase, you know, I don't know who... I mean, it's, it's a quote from no one, it's just a general phrase. I mean, I've been saying that since I was a kid. Oh, I know fair. it's an old phrase, but it's just Taylor Swift mm. turned it into a song. Why are you coming for me? Why are you being on Mohart on me? Jesus. <laughs> We're not used to this in the UK. <laughs> oh, fucking Taylor Swift as well. She always manages to moan about something. Oh, I love Taylor Swift. Don't come for my girl. <laughs> don't don't, don't my come friends. for my girl. Uh, but then, um, so this is the bit I was just living for, that... Um, so one of our listeners said that the US queens look like they're like year 11s at school, at high school and the UK one's like year 7s. <laughs> and they're sitting there going like, oh, look at these bitches coming in. And what does what is Monique say? Something like, I mean, I just wanted excellence and we didn't get it. And and, and even Jujubee gets it on the action. Like, oh, she sh- it was nice that she showcased her black bra like an auntie going to a wedding. Oh, I lived for this, didn't you? I did, but like, I don't think Juju was in a position to be shading anyone's looks because she's known for looking like she came from the mall famously so but then Choo Choo I think she's a bit like me she's someone who if someone's bitching around her it doesn't matter who it is it could be about my mum and I'll just join in because I'm like I'd love a good bitch <laughs> who, I don't even need to know who just tell me give me some points could be about your I'll... mum could be about your mum yeah she's alright slag I know what you mean oh but she's your mum oh and uh, yeah well yeah I think it's for some people like me it's a bit of a spot it's, it, it's not about hurting anyone's feelings it's just like it's just a nice way to, to pass the time. So Juju clearly just smells bitching in the air and thinks, oh, I'll have a part of that. But Mo, it mm. seems more like pointed, like she's assessing the competition and... Oh, yeah, totally. Quite angry, like, really. You know, <laughs> <laughs> really just, she's really just quite cross with the whole situation, like quite um, resentful. <laughs> well, I was really excited. You know when they showed Juju making notes? Uh, yes. I thought that that was for her talent show and I thought she was going to... Because I've always wondered, I always hypothetically thought if I did a talent show, maybe I would do a roast of all the queens, which I don't think they would mm. ever let you do because they always have a reading challenge and it would clash a bit. Mm. But because Juju's so good at the reading challenges, I wondered if she was going to do that and I thought that would be amazing. But then it turns out it wasn't that and I don't know why she's maybe she was Maybe she was uh, pre, maybe she was just rewriting some of her drab, drab lyrics perhaps because um, um, that, that could, they could have done with a bit of a shot in the arm. No, but they, we'll get they to zoomed that. in on the things and it was about the other queens. I think she, it probably was for the reading challenge she was doing it, but it just wasn't this episode. So I'm sure we'll see some gold from her yeah but um i do like the fact that the blue hydrangea sees obviously obviously like you know they the cameras are on the two americans um doing the reading so it's obvious to the rest of the cars what they're doing they could probably hear it um so i but i think it's funny that they do they're like oh the americans are mean sort of thing aren't they <laughs> which i which they sort of they 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 sort of did come in and sort of change the dynamics don't you think yeah and it's not just being american i think it's like they're the american drag race is the original season it's the most watched season and i think they're just kind of coming in as like we're the stars and especially jujubee's done drag race more than any other queen so it's like oh we're the we're the veterans we know what we're doing you guys are just the new crunchy british slags and in a way they're right (laughs) can you can you what does that mean about crunchy crunchy just means when something's a bit shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so I feel I feel like that's a lesson for me like Bagger then gives so again as I said like I feel like they asked Bagger to do this do you know what I mean like, oh god to sit it was down so set up and, yeah <laughs> yeah I mean she doesn't normally like you know dog spoilers because I think again that they're trying to like draw in the international audience that will watch it and be like oh huh, oh my god dog's box mega slapper and and another royal reference and bagger about Prince Andrew. So what did you what did you think about this um this whole setup? Well, I think you're right. I think this is the stuff that's amusing to the international audience, but for us Brits, it's not that funny. It's like when you know when someone comes up to you and says like, "Do you know the Queen?" Someone phoning you just like, <laughs> and it's like, obviously it's not funny, <laughs> but then we're equally as annoying about other countries. So it's just. It's only funny when it's someone else and it isn't funny when it's for you. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, do you all hang out in the mall? Is that what you do over there? Oh. <laughs> I mean, have, 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 have you been at a school shooting? <laughs> no. Oh my God. Been any good, Maybe not. good school shootings lately? No. Do you own an AK-47? I mean, that's a fair enough question, actually, but um, also shocking and disgraceful. But um, yeah, I did feel it was um, a bit... 
forced but you know nice and they all and they all chinked and um, and again Monique was like yeah but it's never been served by a British person I mean like she manages to ooze in some bitchiness literally with every sentence I know I mean people are saying she's been edited to be the villain but I mean they've, she's given them plenty to work with so it's not <laughs> I know yeah. she's not even edited her real mean stuff has been edited out and then and then we know that it's true because then Blue tells her to her face that she that she was a bitch to her oh my god <laughs> I have so much admiration for Blue for doing that because that's like Really, she didn't even. She didn't even do it in a nasty way. But she was like, "Well, now you're here. I might as well say you were very rude to me once." And even this is the first time I've ever seen Monique, who has taken on Latrice and like Aquaria in the past and had no issue. She's usually quite a fearsome foe, Mm. but she actually did seem quite shooketh that Blue had brought this up, and she did kind of apologize, which didn't seem. Like something I'd expect from Monique, but yeah, I loved this part. I mean, of the episode. I think it was. I think it was the way the blue, like you just said, it was the way that she said it. It was like you can't when somebody addresses it like that. It's more like you did this to me and you sort of hurt my feelings, and I don't know why you did it. And it's sort of thing you can't, you can't, you can't. It's like a puppy coming up to you, going. You can't really then turn around with a high heel boot and boot them in the face, especially in the first episode. So there was, there was, it was the perfect way of getting around it. And I think that's what threw. Monique, because you know they wouldn't like a Brit, like an Amer- in American in the American version, it wouldn't have happened like that. She'd have been like, "You're a bitch to me," and she'd have been like, "Oh yeah, because you deserved it." Oh, <laughs> you know I mean? it's, it's just like she was, you know, arrested by the fact that it was such a different way of going around it, the polite British way. Yeah, I wonder if Blue was even a bit strategic, like bringing it up like that. Like I feel like Blue's really going for the crown this season, and I kind of live for mm. it. Mm. Yeah, totally. But um, but then they say so then they start talking about um, about how they. <laughs> I mean, I do think they're bigging up their parts slightly. How they like, you know, when you do badly, you like you're gonna fuck it up for the whole nation. Pangina Pan- and Janae talk about this. It's like I don't think the whole nation are watching. So yeah, I think you're all right. It's not. It is. I mean, seeing as the Winter Olympics did start today, I think I think maybe it's slightly different. It's not going to be like Game of Thrones, like making them walk through the streets. Shame <laughs> afterwards. It's like no, it's just Drag Race. You'll be fine. But it did give me my favourite <laughs> quote of the episode. I've already said that about someone else. But Pangina saying, <laughs> I'm good at taking criticisms and penises. And she said it so, like, deadpan. I just loved it. I loved it. I knew you'd like that, but I wrote that down, but I knew you'd like it. Because it was just, yeah, it's the deadpan. But also, like, you know, you know, British isn't her... I mean, English isn't her mother tongue. And, like, and to speak it literally so fluently and so... And used like comedy wise and comedy timing. I mean, God, she speaks amazing. it better than bag of chips. So she's already <laughs> ahead of some of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there's this is what I mean. Though. There's lots of um, so those chatting as well. That I mean, the two of them chatting then translates to later on in the episode. But also, I like how the next bit as well translates to later later on in the episode with Lemon and Jimbo that they talk oh, about. Yeah. They don't even have each other's numbers and stuff because because Lemon says that she felt robbed when she was taken away. I mean, you said she thinks she should have won, and then but I can I just this I think this is my problem with Jimbo that I just get the feeling that she could be really mean to you. And Lemon, I think, is a really nice person. Oh, definitely. I was getting a slight villain vibe from Jimbo Jimbo this episode as well. And I thought she Mm. has the potential to go that way. I think Jimbo was very resentful after her season. And to be fair, I think she was right, because I think she should have had more wins and I think she should have been in the final. But I think she is Mm. kind of, because she's funny, everyone loves her. But I think similar to what we're seeing with Monique, in the right situation, I think we can see a very nasty side. I mean, she she went for Rita Bagger untucked on the Canadian one, which was a legendary. But she's definitely not afraid to read a bitch. So her versus Monique at some point would be amazing if that comes to a head. I would love to see that. I just think she's... I do find her just quite frightening. Creepy. Yeah, yeah, creepy. Whereas I I think... I think, you know, whereas, you know, if you have a if you have a fight with Monique Hart, like, you know, later you'd be like, ha, 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 you know, laugh about it over a drink with Jimbo. I think you'd you'd find you'd find her dress as that thing she wears for uh, <laughs> in the shadows by your house and just turning up and going, oh, hello. And you're like, <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine if you're walking down the street in the dark and that popped out on you? I would die on the spot. I'll just have a, oh. <laughs> absolutely fucking terrifying. 
Um, <laughs> you'd, sh- you'd shit your fucking pants. <laughs> but then, but then, this is where Juju B comes out with one, and one of my other. She said she's already said one of my quotes, but um, one of my favorite quotes. This one she says, "But it's been the UK versus the world for centuries." I love that. <laughs> oh, you just love anything from Juju. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to come down Juju, from cloud. Juju, Juju. Juju, Juju, Juju said. Juju said, "Where's the bathroom? I need a shit." And I was like, "Oh my god, that works on so, so many levels. Funny. So clever." <laughs> <laughs> So clever, but then they talk. But then they all say. I mean, they have a big group conversation about how you know what they see as drag from each other's nations. And do you think somebody goes alcohol about the UK drag? <laughs> and then and watching and watching Bag's performance, you'd have thought she was hammered. To be fair, well, you'd think the audience would need to be to enjoy it. Well, um, but they no doubt would be though at a bagger show. She'd come on at eleven. You'd be pissed as a fart, and you'd think it was hilarious because you were smashed. But um, yeah, but it's just it's good to get like a glimpse into these other countries about drag and other countries like Pangina saying, you know, there's no word for drag in Thailand, and um, and says some weird thing about the shrimp farmer and bad luck eating your own shrimp. I mean, that was a bit weird. <laughs> oh, I loved learning that because I mean that's something that does crop up in life, and you never know. And now I know. Don't eat your own shrimps that you farmed. Well, I've. Tr- I've tried to eat my own shrimp before, but I've, I've actually broke my spine. I could do it as a teenager, but no chance these days. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bagger, which again, I, I'm, she then stands up, does this big weird announcement. And it was just like, oh, and everyone goes, what? That felt like she'd taken a pill earlier in the day and it just kicked in. And she started just, <laughs> she just jumped up and started being really weird. And it was very awkward. And it's just like, do you know what, Bagger? Sit, sit your ass down and shut the fuck up, bitch. That's how I feel. <laughs> Sit your ass down, bitch. No, but but let people fall in love with you because um, no, I don't. I, I just I think the way it obviously has been edited, like I've said, like already. But I think you know it's would someone from America who's never seen UK Drag Race be like, oh my god, she's a gag, she's so crazy, she's the limit. Whereas you're turning British audiences away from it because it's too much. Yeah, you're representing us badly. We don't want them all to think that we're. Like this. <laughs> like this. Like this. <laughs> but then um, it's the talent show. More talents than talent. But, um, <laughs> you know, they do say it's, a, it's the talent show. And then, I mean, some of this was woeful. Uh, Most of it. <laughs> let's, let's start with um, Lemon and... Oh, I mean, it was we a bit missed crap, out Rue's look. Did you have anything to say about that? Oh, right. Um, not really. No. Did you? No. <laughs> I was getting Mrs. Blobby, really. Pink, the pink and the yellow. <laughs> and it was nice to see Mel C. Oh, she she actually looked like she was dressed as Sporty Spice. I liked that. And, I know, and she I gave know. the funny joke about the drag queens and the Spice Girls. No difference. That was quite yeah. cute. Yeah, she, I mean, she had a good few one-liners in this one. I think she, obviously she'd, she'd written them herself or, some, or something along those lines. Oh, she has um, no issue reading the Spice Girls. She's been doing it for decades. She doesn't need a, any assistance <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she looked good. But yeah, you know what you mean. It looked, it looked like um, what she would wear on stage as Sporty Spice. So she probably thinks like, not, a, not another fucking high ponytail. But, you know, here we are. She looks good, though. She, she doesn't seem she, to age. I love Melcy. She's got jism in her chrism, that's for sure. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Lemon, and oh, I don't know, what did you think? I mean, again, here we are with original inverted commas songs, and it was just, uh, it was a bit lacklustre, wasn't it? It was. Um, first of all, and this w- was for a few performances, there seemed to be mm. some audio issues that I don't think was the fault of the Queen's. Like, Lemon's performance sounded very quiet and muted, and mm. this often happens with oh, yeah, UK. Oh, yeah, did as well, didn't it? Yeah, oh, Janae's was the worst. And then Monique had some weird things. Yeah. So there's a lot of audio things going on. I did agree with the judges that Lemon wasn't giving face. It kind of reminded me of Yara Sophia when she did Shakira, where mm. the moves were good, but it's like you kind of have to sell it from the face as well. But then at the end, when she did the jump off the thing into the split, I was like, well, she's definitely at least safe. It was a bit like Lustre, but I mean, that was the biggest gag of, of the one, one of the biggest gags oh, of the yeah. episode, and I know that Arja did something similar before, but this was, I thought, better than Arja's, and it was because yeah. so many people did quite middle of the road lip syncs. I thought that 
Mm. Gave her a mm. step ahead. I mean, because yeah, exactly. Because uh, literally a couple of steps ahead, a couple of steps up, and then down ahead. <laughs> but um, it did. It did. It was giving me. It was giving me vibe. It was giving me vibes from beaches. You know, at the beginning when they there's got that little staircase when it's um what's her name Blossom when it's the young Bette Midler and she goes up the stairs on her hands and on her um hands and goes. Da, 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 do you remember? I have seen it, but I don't remember it. I, I need to rewatch it actually because I did. I remember enjoying it and I remember the end, but I don't remember the beginning. Get ready for a fucking good cry. I mean, it's hard work, but, um, you know. Oh, I love a cry. You know me. Um, well, yeah, I do, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, we'll get ready for it. Okay, um, <laughs> next next up, we've got Mo slash Monique. Um, and yeah, this was a bit of a, another mediocre. I mean, I quite like the 80s vibe of the song. I mean, I would probably listen to it again, as I would, I don't think I would listen to any of the other ones again. Uh, but this one, I because I quite like, it had like a, you know, an 80s R&B sort of vibe. What did you think? And, and, and again, sound-wise, was it lip sync or was she singing? I couldn't really work it out. She was singing live, but it was weird. It sounded so weird. It, was, it sounded like she was singing into a blender. And I don't know if it was her fault or <laughs> the sound issue, but I don't... It just was distorted. And I feel like if, like you say, the song, there was something good in there. And I feel like if, but it, it was just off. And I don't know if it's her fault. I don't know if it's production's fault, but I'm guessing it's production's because audio problems seem to plague everyone but Bagger, who brought mm. her own audio issues. So it's just like, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And and the thing is, so, well, up next was Janae and they both I mean they were both doing their like Janae and Lemon were both doing their own songs and they weren't that great but um, was Monique's song that much better that it was much better oh no I've said it myself um, <laughs> was that was was Monique's song that much better just because you know because she wasn't in the bottom whereas you know her Janae's clubby weirdness crap wasn't very good but you know she did have a gimmick she took off she had five outfits and stuff and Lemon had this big jump so I don't really get it what did you think of Janae? Well I don't think Janae was meant to be her talent wasn't meant to be the song. The song was oh. barely there and it was very quiet. I think the rev- it was meant to be like a striptease reveal thing, which I didn't really like. I agreed with the judges. It was a bit right, yeah. anticlimactic. None of the looks were that good and they were a bit sloppily done. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I agreed with Janae being at the bottom, especially seeing what she did on Holland. This was, she could have done a lot better. So, yeah not for me and and the lyrics didn't tell us anything about who she is whereas at least the others used it as a branding opportunity which we know by now the talent show is meant to show who you are and this didn't really do that yeah it was sort of like an underground clubby sort of remix thing with a whispery background so um and then some some quite bad outfits so yeah i agree with you um but talking of bad outfits here comes bagger your love it keeps on reminding me your love, it keeps on reminding me. Please don't. <laughs> oh, I nearly shit my pants. Oh, but it's but it's said much better on her outfit as well. And she was wearing the maid outfit, which she wore in the original yeah. challenge, where she said much better. The face was scary because of all the surgery. <laughs> and the, the weird thing was the song didn't make any sense. So it's like, it kept being like, your love, it keeps on reminding me. Then it was talking about going to a club dancing. It felt like she just yeah. very hastily jotted some random lyrics down and then slammed, jammed much better into them as much as possible. And it was just, I don't even know if it would count as a song, technically speaking, if there were enough ingredients to make it a song or whether it was just a collection of noises. I will give Bagger credit that she sung live. So I think if you sing live and her voice wasn't like that bad, like it was very... She held a note. She held a note towards the end that was good. Yeah, it was very cabaret. It was very British drag. I wish she'd come out and done this kind of song, but with a bit more of a silly song. Well, I mean, this song wasn't serious, but... but (laughs) This song wasn't silly at all. But I mean, had some innuendo, some British like... And she could have sold something and not relied on this catchphrase that no one cares about. So I give her props, as I do when anyone does something different. Singing live on a talent show is hard and it wasn't... And she sold it, she committed to it, but it was annoying, mm. it was awful and and it, it keeps on like, reminding um, me that it, I don't want yeah, it to it win. Was, <laughs> <laughs> it was more like um, like a, like an advert so you could buy... Oh, like, don't forget, get, don't forget, ladies and gents, you can get your much better pennies and T-shirts in the foyer on your way out. <laughs> oh, she could like. have made some joke about how, like, she's overdone the catchphrase and done, like... Oh, yeah. Some funeral song for much better and said, oh, everyone hate... And, like, she could have 
she's clever enough to come up with something that could have utilised this in a better way, but it's so obvious, bland and pathetic. I'm oh, sorry, that was too far. <laughs> Listen, I want you to I want you to really not hold back in this season, okay? And like really. <laughs> so then up next, oh I mean we've it's already bled into the rest of the episode. It's Jimbo in this outfit. I mean, one of the things that I thought was the funniest was um, during the rest of the acts, whenever the camera panned round to the other to the other queens, like Jimbo's looming there like some <laughs> hideous beast. The best thing about everyone else's act was also Jimbo. So that shows how well deserved this win was. But, I know, but like, but it's like um, again, what we always think is the funniest. Like, you know, you. you I mean, nothing stopped you going down to the bank in that outfit and just like sat there going, just mm-hmm, just waiting, just, just waiting decency. for my turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The I mean, she's like, she's she's like laughing and being normal but sat in the outfit until she comes out and then this was oh it gave me chills i mean it was it was i mean props for it being it was definitely um i didn't think it was the best because there was another one that i thought was better but it was um it was so completely different from everybody everybody else's and thank god that spam stuck to her outfit what do you think oh i definitely thought it was the best i i actually love the tradition of clownery i, I mean i'm not a mm. fan of an actual red-nosed clown but like when <laughs> whenever I go see Cirque du Soleil it's always the thing I love the most is the the French clowns and I love just the physicality the movement the commitment to it and I just mm. loved the facial expression the start the no talent box which yeah. symbolized maybe a few of the other queens who were performing but yeah yeah it was so weird it was so different and it just shows like no matter how weird something is if you really commit to it it can work and it was my favorite absolutely um, yeah, I mean, unlike you with the Cirque du Soleil, I think we've had this conversation before. I don't, that is the, I like the acrobatics and all that kind of stuff. The French clown person who goes into the audience going, Oh, do, do, but do we? That oh, is my I love least, them. I that love is my them. least favourite part. I want to kill them. I find it all, I find it so creepy to the max. So this was definitely that when she comes in and goes, Oh, oh, honestly, it makes me feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> But and then and things went from sicky to more sicky when she got the spam out of her vag. But however, <laughs> um, props definitely for doing something different. So I mean, even though it wasn't my favorite, it was definitely my second favorite. So um, even though I found it super creepy, I mean, the rest of it was just a bit crap, doesn't it? And it takes um, a lot of balls to throw meat at RuPaul and still win. <laughs> so, <laughs> and of course, we have to remember as well um, when Ru's giving the critiques later that she's never seen Jimbo or seen her drag in person. Do you know what I mean? So it's a big deal. Oh yeah, and I think she's she's already very interested. Let's just say that. Mm. Oh, definitely. So um, up next is Cheryl Hole, who does again not very good song, not very good singing. Um, I loved the, I mean, what she's doing, but um, it just was a bit. I don't know. What did you think? It's a bit yeah. meh. I get what you mean, but for me, Cheryl is all about charm, and I found it charming. I thought her lyrics were funny. Mm. So th- I know the song wasn't good, but I think she really did a good job of reminding us why we like her. I liked the facial expressions. I think she sold yeah. it. I enjoyed the death drop. So even though it was technically another run-of-the-mill lip sync, I thought mm. it, within that category, it was one of the better ones, and that's why I thought she deserved the safe placing she got. So I wouldn't have had her yeah. in the bottom. I also wouldn't have had her winning. I thought she did a decent job. Would you have had her in your bottom? No. <laughs> in I'm my Cheryl Hole, no. <laughs> <laughs> but talking of but talking of middle of the road, on wheels Juju B. I mean, I like she has a nice voice. Um and the end of the song was a bit boring but again it was it wasn't a song about herself win, winning the crown dancing around da da so it was a bit different so i give her props for that and the but it was a bit dull. sort of matched the theme because it's back for more and she's coming back again to drag race for more but the thing that really annoys me is i think that juju like having done drag race more than anyone else she should know that she should have done something different. She's sung on this show mm. so many times. This is her like fourth time singing on a drag TV show. It's never gone well for her. She's never done better than safe. <laughs> and this was the worst of all those outings. She must have been <laughs> aiming to be safe. The outfit wasn't nice. Like it's just like Juju, after all these seasons, can you just not be asked anymore? Mm. 
Oh, you're but, phoning it in, babes, are you? And you're, the thing people love most about Juju... I mean, when people say they love Juju, I think they rarely then say, oh, we love her singing as the main thing. It's mm. usually, she's funny, she's charismatic. Why does it not occur mm. to her to bring any of that to her talent show? I just find it yeah. very disappointing. Mm, I agree. She was she was phoning it in, but from a 3G phone. A 3GGB phone. I mean, it was just a bit... Juby or not Juby. No, wait, we'll, we'll leave that one. <laughs> <laughs> Doggy did a juju. Jobby Jobby did a juby. Oh no, it's all going wrong. <laughs> um, what didn't go wrong was Pangina. This this was my favourite. Um, only because it didn't super creep me out. But like, it was fantastic. It was it was how to do your own song. Um, and she'd obviously done this song, written it, or done this for for this show because she talks about how she's not performed before da, 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 da. she's been a judge um so i mean i just thought it was brilliant and then she does that that 70s whacking dance and she does a um and she gets her leg up and then finishes with that amazing splits with them um, with hands in a prayer like a yoga like a yoga pose fucking brilliant i loved the whacking and i actually wish that the whole thing was like a whacking thing because i like when it's the talent is more a talent rather yeah, than because that was that that was a talent to do. It was that. so cool. I've never actually seen that before, and it was very brief. But she fits. She packed so much into this performance. It was never boring. Lots of variety. Lots of flavor. It wasn't actually. I wouldn't have picked it as my top two. I think it was one of the best of what I consider the safe ones. But she had so much personality. She's so likable, and she sold it. Mm. And I didn't love it as much as I think the rest of the fans seem to have. But I love her, and mm. I was happy to see her coming in as someone probably the least known queen and having the yeah. successful episode it felt very satisfying and uh and also and also like i think it's um like she, we don't know why she was picked to be one of the hosts in the thailand version do you know what i mean so you could be picked because you're a good drag queen everybody knows you in the country more like a known drag queen so it was a risk to come on the show first of all and, and second of all like you know she had to prove that she could compete against all these other queens and she did massively yeah She's proved herself now. She's got as many wins as Juju, and Juju's been on, like, five seasons, so... And she's done one episode. <laughs> she'll, sing, she'll sing about that next. Never won a challenge. <laughs> Bangina beat me in week one. <laughs> so next up we have Blue Hydrangea, and... Um, I mean, I thought this was great, but it, I mean, it's so robbed from something. Do you know what it was robbed for? Oh, I do. Yeah, Madonna, give me all your loving straight away. I, she ripped it off, and the, that was the song. But the um, I'm talking about the puppetry work. Oh, the puppet! I've, I haven't seen that before, but it didn't look like she invented it. I, no. I'm sure I've sent it to you. It's because um, Kirsten Dunst does it um, in um, a show called On, Beco- On Becoming a God in Central Florida. I'm going to send it to you after this. Um, after after we've recorded, because it is it's. Exactly the same thing. Exactly. Well, I mean, nothing seen in this episode is the first time it's been done, apart from arguably Jimbo's weirdness, because it's so weird. So, I mean, drag is about <laughs> taking something and putting your own spin yeah, on I it. Yeah, I agree. And... I mean, it, it was a good steal. I mean, even though it was a steal, it was because she, she nicked the song from Madonna and M.I.A. and she nicked this from that as well. So, um, good nicking, though, because it, it was it was funny. It was funny. The lyrics were funny, like the RuPaul, what's for dinner, making the wanking signs. Bitch, you should. I would have picked this as my other winner with Jimbo for the top two, actually. Uh, but maybe, really? maybe it was the runway mm. that let her down by the sounds of it. But well, yeah. I mean, so well then we go straight into the runway. So hit or shit. Let's start with Lemon. Oh, definite hit. She did this pageant like lovely signature yellow. I thought she looked beautiful, and I thought the judges were way off saying that she could have gone further. I thought she looked perfect. Um, yeah, it was stunning. I think there was some fitting issues, I thought. I thought the the boobs, I mean, the lemony boobs looked like they were wonky and, I, and it looked like her crown was a bit wonky as well. So, um, oh, I, didn't I do know what they mean. It was, it was very lovely and pageanty, but that's all it was, you know, and is that, is that good enough? It was for me, but yeah, apparently not for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bastards. Um, and next up, uh, Monique Mohart. What did you think of this? Oh, the green African goddess look. A massive hit. She mm. looked beautiful. I loved. Mm. 
Fabric for days, lovely colours to it as well. I liked, I liked, I liked Rue's comment about not, not needing the sweepers. That, that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, Jeanette, this, this, this was one of, was my second favourite one of the, um, of the show. It was Jeanette. What did you think of this? Oh, it was stunning. Like old school oh. Hollywood copper gown. She looked a massive hit. I almost gave it my hit of the week, actually. So it's probably my me second favourite. It was gorgeous. It, yeah. I put hit to the week until the hit came along. That's why I, I didn't even know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought no one's going to look better than this. No way. And then two two of them was like, oops. <laughs> I'll stake my life on it. But um, yeah, I mean, it was beautiful. So beautifully fitted. I mean, the hair and the makeup was was just perfection. It was like, it was just stunning. Yeah. Lovely. And then Becca. <laughs> this was my hit of the week. So I love it. <laughs> I love that you don't even fall for that because it so couldn't be the hit of the week. It was my shit of the week. I mean, Jesus Christ, I thought it was C-3PO doing like King Arthur, <laughs> Lancelot, and I didn't get Oscar, much like she well, won't get an Oscar. Well, Oscar is Oscar's gold and this wasn't gold. So, and an Oscar, like it's like a, like a male silhouette. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, this, and the fact that it was British, it did look like sort of sword in the stone sort of thing. The colour, their face was gold, but the, but it was sort of a silvery colour. I mean, it, and it didn't really fit properly. That's what, what they, the fuck? When they said on Reddix, people were going on about whether Jimbo was in blackface. They said, well, if Jimbo was in blackface, then Bagger was in yellowface. So we have to talk about that too. And it's like, oh God, here we go. Um, but yeah, she looked awful. Crunchy, crunchy, crunchy. Um, yeah. No glow yeah. up here, Bagger. And I, but I do like when the when the judges give their critiques. They're like, I don't think I don't think we'll have any um, copyright issues. Yeah, with that you was because <laughs> you look like shit. That's the key oh, when you want to do something from film or music video. Make it so terrible it's beyond recognition, and the, you'll get away with it. Yeah, exactly. Like like we like we were saying in um in the last episode about no, about copyright issues. There was no worries when you look completely nothing like it. So you can say <laughs> you are, but you're not. Um so up next was Jimbo. I mean I mean I know what you thought, but what did you think? Yeah, hit of the week, monochromatic, evil chess piece. It, I actually like gasped. I was like, it was such a Me too. look. It was such a statement. It was such a gag. And she's just like, she's fucking everything, really, isn't she? Oh, my God. She will literally fucking everything with that big top. But, um, <laughs> uh, she's, uh, it, I found, yeah. I mean, it was half horror horrific, but also half stunning. I mean, and obviously she's got giant shoes under that as well because she was towering over everybody else. It was just a spectacle of freakiness, uh, but also, I mean, it was one of the best looks I think I've ever seen on Drag Race. I could I agree. Did you, did you, when you looked at it, did you, a blackface occur to you? Um, no. So a friend texted me and was like, oh, you know, they... <laughs> They said that when she was putting the blackface on in the workroom, did people think like, oh, should you be doing that, babe? She's like, no, no, once I put it all on, you'll understand. No, the other but, queens um, would be like, go for it. Yeah, blackface will go down yeah. really well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it isn't blackface. It's a black colour on her face. Because like, I mean, blackface is about you're wearing blackface and pretending to be a black person. This was wearing blackface and being a horror character so um or like a or like a different character that required that i know and the boobs were pink which was a different so i and there was like a color on her lips and it was difficult to discern what was going on with her whole mouth area but um it was no this, this is just an outfit it's just a, a costume so i don't think so what do you think yeah what, what, what were people saying it didn't occur to me till the lip sync i think because without the rest she changed a bit of the outfit and then mm. it did look a bit more like oh it's unusual to see someone with black paint on their face these days because of this very reason. But um, I obviously know that she wasn't trying to do blackface. I think the whole conversation is stupid. Mm. But at the same time, um, yeah, a lot of people online have been saying it. I think it's mostly not been black people. As usual, it's like white people mm. thinking they're fighting right. the good fight. But I think that I don't think it's going to endure this one. I think it is a bit of a... Well, in fact, mind your own business, yes? yes. Storm in a teacup. Exactly. And then we have Cheryl. What did you think of this one? I really struggled to know what to think of this one. Like, I think it's all right. I think I give it a bit of a hit. I, I didn't really like the hair. I thought it washed her out. And the stars were a bit distracting, but it, it was also kind of nice. So I don't want to give it a shit. And it's like... I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the dress itself was amazing. It fitted really well. It looked like it was expensive. And, you know, I like the hard piece of gold at the back. But um, 
I thought, yeah, just with different hair and different makeup, it could have been better, more special. Much better. Oh, no, I can't. I just can't. No. Much better. Uh, <sighs> yes. So a bit of a hit for me as well. But then, <laughs> then, then Jujubee. Oh, this was so meh. Um, the purple sparkly dress. I didn't like the hair. It looked like she did such a great prom look on All Stars 5, which I loved. It was my hit of the week. And this looks like a shitter version of that. And I'm just like... Uh. I think that Juju was cast as a last minute replacement because I think... I've forgotten who it was now. So um, Manila dropped out. Um, so I wonder if Juju didn't have as much time to prepare as everyone else. And she's very busy. She was doing Queen of the Universe. Mm. That's all I can think. Juju was bringing it on the runway on All Stars Five, so I don't know why she'd suddenly decline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. This was just sort of. This was like you'd wear to a drag club if you weren't if you were a drag queen, but you weren't performing that night. Do you know what I mean? As yeah. in, like you're you want to look nice, but you don't want to be like too special or crazy. So, um, yeah, I I agree with you. It just wasn't it just wasn't very interesting. So, um, hopefully, you know, she's getting her boring ones out of the way, and then you know the better ones later. <laughs> yeah, because Juju might be like, I always make it to the final, so I don't want to peak too soon. So I'll yeah. save my stuff. Hopefully. So let's 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 start off literally at the bottom of the barrel, and then work from there. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, so and then uh, Pang- Pangina, Pangina, um, let's call the whole thing off. Um, I loved this. Did you like it? I did like it. So it's like a white, um, glamorous look with like a Thai-inspired couture headpiece. Um, I didn't think it was as amazing as everyone else said, but yeah, I liked it, which is what I seem to say about everything Pangina does. I didn't love it as much as everyone else, but I still liked it. <laughs> stop, coming for, stop coming for Pangina. But she's still my favourite <laughs> of the episode, apart from maybe Jimbo, but... Then the headpiece I liked, but it looked a bit like it was bent. Maybe it got bent in storage. I'm not sure. It just didn't. I don't know. It just didn't look as incredible as yeah. everybody seemed to make out. So, and I, I would have liked it better if it had like maybe a veil coming off it. But I don't know. Yeah. Um. But then blue hydrangea and this very bizarre thing, looking more like Cyberdog from Camden. What did you think? Yeah. Um. I I agreed with. The, at first, I gave it a hit because I thought it looked quite different and cool. And then when the judges said because the category was. Um, I'm a winner baby and I'm like I agreed this had nothing to do with winner mm. uh, it was just a BDSM troll so probably a shit for that reason <laughs> and maybe cost her a top then, two placement really and then and then wanked her uh, wanked her own hair which was weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't need to wank twice in one episode we've seen <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but then um, so then we have the um then Monicard, uh, Jujubee and Cheryl are all safe and Rue reveals, well, I want to say the new rules, but they're not. They're just um, All-Stars rules, aren't they? Well, they're All-Stars rules from All-Stars 2, 3 and 4, but All-Stars 5 and 6 have had just one winner and the lip-sync assassin. So they're actually oh, right. old-school rules, which I do like this format, so I'm glad they went with it. Mm. And obviously they're not going to be able if there's any, if they're going to, if they've only got nine queens in the whole thing they're not going to be able to ship in an assassin each week either unless they're going to be like British ones and they ain't assassins. Yeah, and it helps more queens get more wins because if it's one a week then we'll just we won't have many people with wins and I want to, everyone mm. to get their chance to shine. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so Melcy was good. I thought, as you said, she um, you know she roasted the, uh, the the she roasted the other Spice Girls. She said her vocals were much better again uh, than posh, and um, she was rude yeah. about she was rude about Jerry's timing. And uh, again, yeah, yeah, they were super. The bagger does this weird speech about why she why she's dressed like an Oscar and how she wants to win an Oscar. I mean, like, what are you talking about? The pill is still not worn off. Hopefully by episode <laughs> two. She's gibbering, really. It's, yeah. it's, it's weird. But I do like the fact that the um yeah, that the judges sort of call her on it. But then um but then yeah, so at the bottom is Lemon and Janae. Um so yeah, you said you were weren't impressed by that. You didn't think Lemon should be in it. No, I mean I get I I don't I don't I think she should have been near the bottom or just safe, but I probably would have had um Bagger no, I probably would have had Juju and Janae. Um, which is sad because obviously we all love Juju, but I think Juju was underwhelming on the runway and the performance mm. and she should know better because she's done this so many times. And then <laughs> yeah. it's horrible because Lemon is so sad by this. She falls apart and she was in the bottom two, the first episode in Canada. But yeah. She survived and she's in the position again. And it just, whereas she's very passionate, but Janae just seems to not give a shit really. And it's... Yeah, I know, but maybe that's just, you know, that's just her... 
her Dutch, Dutch sort of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I agree with you. I think it's really, she she does seem really heartbroken by even being in the bottom. And she looks like she's really worked hard um, because then we're going to Untucked and they've got to do this. I don't like this about this. They've got to do the begging and stuff. And I, I don't like that. It seems a bit sad. Well, it becomes very clear. I think it's going to come down to wins because it becomes very clear oh my that China is friends with Janae after one day of being together. And that <laughs> obviously Lemon and Jimbo, despite what they said earlier in the episode, I think it becomes very clear that they are going to stick to that Canadian sisterhood. So, mm. yeah, it's like, who's going to win? Um, well, that's well, that's the weird dynamic, isn't it? So, like, um, in any... So does that mean in any single case at all, if it's, like, somebody from your own country, you're going to pick to save them? Like... Regardless. I, I definitely think the British queens will do that. And I think the American queens will do it. And I think the Canadian queens would have, but now there's just one of them. And then all the other countries only have one anyway, don't they? So I do think it's mm. an advantage. The British queens are going to be a bit of a clique. Yeah. But are any of them going to which win is anything? Why I think, yeah, exactly. Which is why I thought it would be better with one person from each nation, because then it then it sort of cuts that out. And then you, you wouldn't do it just, you know, by nation. You would do it out of, you know, through talent. Well, even more favouritism is the choice of song, isn't it? We get a, a British classic. <laughs> well, I guess neither well, of them are could... British, but... <laughs> but they couldn't not. I mean, they do the whole lipstick, the lip, picking the lipstick thing. We know who's picked what. And um, and then, and then yeah, well, this lipstick is, is bizarre. I mean, I mean, Jimbo, I don't think Jimbo can really move around in the, in the outfit. The shoes are obviously giant. And she just marches up and down, getting her steps in, like Britney back in her heyday of just marching up and down the stage. She doesn't really dance or anything. I know, it's crazy because like, and Jimbo lip sync quite badly on her season as well. So it's clearly not her thing. But she's shown in the performance, she's very good at mm. giving face. So I think she should have just focused less on trying to move and just maybe given more comedy in the face. Because Pangina just absolutely destroyed her in this lip sync and just like ran circles around her and also knocked her over a few times. Which... <laughs> <laughs> But also, you couldn't really see. You could. I mean, she was giving face Jimbo, but you couldn't really with her black face on. You couldn't really see what she was, what she was seeing. That's the downside like, of black I mean, face. You just can't lip sync in it. You really can't. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. What show would somebody be doing blackface, singing a, a mouthing to a Spice Girl song in front of Mel C and just get away with it like that? RuPaul's Minstrel Race. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. But, um, but yeah, so then obviously um, Pan- Pangina once wins, says that she's going to save Janae and then Lemon slinks off looking really fucking heartbroken. And this bizarre bit where um, Jimbo says, I'm sorry, I'm not a better dancer. So do you think this was um, on purpose or she just sort of threw it because then she would she could pick um, Janae's um, lipstick and then actually Lemon goes anyway? I don't think Jimbo threw it. I genuinely think she messed up the lip sync. I don't think it's her thing. I think she does wish she could save Lemon. Mm. And I think any chance you're on stage is a chance to impress the judges. So if you threw it on purpose, then that's not being a good competitor because it was a chance for you to show why you should be crowned. And I think Jimbo is competitive and wouldn't do that. So, yeah, I think it was genuine. Um, And my heart broke for Lemon because I wish I would like to stay. And then there was all this, been all this abuse of Pangina online, which I thought was really quite disgusting. Well, that's when you know you made it, Pangina. So no one knew who you were, and now we do, Hello. and you get that. And also, welcome, welcome to UK Drag Race. Death threats all around. Well, she's a fan favourite now, and obviously Lemon fans are going to come from her because they're probably young, angry people. I know, but... but not death threats, though. Come on, it's Drag Race, really. Death threats is just like a handshake in the drag world. Like, it's fine. It just comes with the territory. No one ever actually gets killed. So <laughs> exactly, and only if you get a death threat from Jimbo do you really want to be w- worried about it. Do you know what I mean? Oh God, I won't sleep for, for months. Like <laughs> imagine opening, Im- <laughs> imagine opening your curtains and that's there. Don't. That's my window. biggest fear. I mean, not not specifically Jimbo, <laughs> but opening curtains and seeing a face. I'd rather just see someone in the room than outside the window. That freaks me out. What like staring through the window? Oh, Tony. So awful. <laughs> well, that's the end of the episode. And next week there's going to be a sewing challenge. Monique's. Looks Looks like she's being a bit of a bitch again. Loving it. Um, exciting times. It's the, it's the first ever international. And uh, we've given it a 9 out of 10. Correct? I know. I'm loving it. And I'm gonna, I feel like I'm going to love this whole season. So I'm excited that we're doing it. And thank you for listening. Yay! Click, 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 click,